welcome to Reflections, and we hope that you are keeping well and safe, and we pray that God is going to bless you. Now, to many young people, to have fun, you have to do a few things. Most commonly, people talk about music, sex, alcohol, and all the other things that come along with those things. And uh, today we are going to look at a very important issue of alcoholism and what is happening today. And I uh, uh, hope that we are going to be blessed. And to help us do this, we have uh, Evangelist Ashton with us again. And so uh, we want to cordially welcome him so that together we can share some thoughts that will help somebody uh, who could be perhaps struggling with alcoholism or want to know more about it. So, welcome, Brother Ashton. Thank you so much, Pastor Apollo. Mm. I'm grateful that you have another opportunity to reflect because reflections uh, do help humanity in various ways, especially in regards on how to adjust mm. or even readjust, mm. and especially based on the topic that we have today mm. on alcoholism mm. and the times that you are living in. Thank you. Uh, thank you. There's a lot of information out there, especially in these times where many people are discussing many different things. And I think uh, you've mentioned a very important thing uh, where one has to act on that information that they are receiving. And uh, even as we go through this reflection, we hope that you're going to have a moment to reflect and not only reflecting, but also do something about it where necessary. Now, in recent times, there's a story that uh, baffled many Kenyans. A group of young people uh, yes. were ferry ferried at night in an ambulance and they, were, they took videos of themselves taking alcohol. Uh, that was very, very disturbing. Now, uh, I live in Gong and when we go for, uh, to the hills for some exercises, we find people you know, packed there uh, taking alcohol. The other day I saw on social media a group of people going for road trips in some tea estate and stop there, take alcohol there. So my big question in this regard is uh, what is going on with this drinking creativity, quote-unquote? You know, because people think they have really achieved much by being that creative. What's going on with this drinking creativity? Well, I would use the word, I'll coin it the same with you, drinking creativity. Mm. Because even I know there is a certain high school field where people are coming and parking their vehicles and uh, they would fill that particular field with... Uh, they, they are all boozing and the music is all over. And Well, they consider it creativity. Mm. But that tells you, and especially because these are young people, mm. because I would not expect uh, people your age or my age to be doing s well, such things. Well, I think they are because I've tried to give a, a closer look to it. Okay. Uh, because the people who are driving those cars, um, well, they could be even older than us. And that's why I'm, I'm using the word expecting, because uh, the creativity, well, mm. we may leave it to the younger version of, pe of our people, but mm. uh, uh, the challenge is that much mm. as it, it is a, it's a creativity, mm. it tells a lot on how we do not have other means to be able to be creative or innovative when we are idle. Because out of idleness, I think the best creativity that is coming out of it mm. is how people go for road trips, mm. ferry themselves in ambulances, uh, restock their stock for booze, mm. and that has become the norm. 
And as I said in the previous one, one of the in the previous reflection that we had with you, uh, it is being said that uh, wines and spirits and such, because they are outlets where you take away what you need, they are making quite a lot of money this time of uh, uh, the pandemic. When everything else has slowed down, this is the peak time where we have most of, especially the young people, uh, refilling their habit. Mm. Yes. Well, um, you know, what bothers me is um, these people are certainly violating the protocols that have been laid by the Ministry of Health, especially coming together as a group. And I, I don't really understand why, you know, this group mentality, you know, that uh, people are taking alcohol, they come together as a group. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what would be your comment in that regard, because what, what, must they be in a group? Actually, I hear that uh, when you, <laughs> you take, I hear that when you take alcohol mm. in solo, it does not have the sweetness mm. or the, I don't know. Mm. I, I would honestly say I have ever tasted alcohol in my life. I do not correlate the sweetness bit mm. with, with the group mentality, mm. because even if you're alone, and you're taking maybe a Tasca or white cup or a vodka or a whiskey, the taste remains the same. But the group mentality is where we, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. And they are not only violating the Ministry of Health uh, rules of social distancing. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you cannot drink with a mask. Mm -hmm. And uh, all these rules they are violating. Besides that, in Kenya, we have mm -hmm. rules mm -hmm. when people should start drinking. Okay. Over the weekend, I understand it's from 2 p.m., to 11 p.m. Mm. Uh, during the weekdays, it's from, I think, 5 o'clock to oh, five, uh, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. That's okay. Uh, now, um, I got saved in chat school, so I, I may not comment a lot on that. May God help <laughs> us. <laughs> but anyway, having said that, uh, we are living in a culture where we have been taught that, you know, initially we thought that drinking is for celebrations. Yes. But now drinking, we drink about everything. Yes. When people are sad, they drink. When they are sacked, uh, they drink. When people are going through hardship, they drink. When people want to celebrate, they drink. And so we are building a Kenyan uh, culture of drinking. Actually, there was that discussion uh, in the nation sometimes back. Are we a drinking nation? And how dangerous that has become to a nation? So what do you think? Why, why is it that we have actually affirmed that culture everywhere? Uh, one of the things I would say that uh, personally growing up, we had other breathers that would make us uh, occupy the maybe the free time or the idle time that we would have. Uh, well, you know, most I would say most of the cartels, the politicians, mm. and uh, some of the rich mm. took over. Even in the estate, they, uh, they, they grabbed every piece of land that were for recreation, mm. even the halls that were there for recreations. So what would happen is that people, the young would have position either they would go and play basketball within the estate where there was a field mm. for recreation or soccer mm. there will be these uh, social halls within the estates where they would maybe go play darts or something else but these things are no longer there in fact mm. it has been said that the, the kenyan leisure is drinking mm. uh, clubbing and also sex illicit sex for mm. that matter mm. and this has become and you see uh, drinking also mm. a lot of alcohol also correlates with also a lot of 
illicit sexual behaviors and some mm. funny sexual behaviors. Uh, so correct, correct. As, as uh, somebody told us the other day that the problem is drink with drinking is it comes as a package. It's not a standalone thing. Yes, it true. carries Very along true. some other things, and uh, some people are not uh, aware of the dangers they are off. Well, people are aware that uh, alcohol is, a, but people don't take it seriously, and uh, and we can even start from home because it's not only out there for for the older people. Um, somebody was sharing with us the other day that. Uh, uh, he was working with people with problem with alcoholism, and s most of them said they tasted alcohol from home first, because their parents was talking it. You know, these were teenagers that were being asked, you know, like in an interview, um, you know, have you ever tasted alcohol? Uh, when did you do it? And most of them uh, apparently said that they tasted it from home. You know, they have uh, the father, uh, the parents have, uh, you know cabinets full of these alcohol alcoholic uh, drinks and uh you know people think it's flashy is um you know it's, it's a is, middle is, class is, thing is, or get, something. is getting there it's getting there but how dangerous is that mm -hmm. how dangerous is that it is very dangerous because at at a, at a certain time you may not be able to uh, to tell your son your daughter that the habit that you are picking up is is bad because I would say I learned personally. I, uh, I think that was the culture of the day. My father would take me and my brothers with him to the pub. And uh, he would be buying us sodas. And uh, he, as he's drinking with his, fr his, his friends and you are, you are visibly there, you, mm. you sprint, you come back. And it's comfortable. And mm. it looked okay. Mm. And we were not the only ones. Mm. We were many of us. And it looked normal. Even we used to look forward to it because mm. we would be out of home and all this. Mm. But I can say uh, mm. I, it has had very serious effect. Mm. Not just with part of my siblings, but mm. also some friends that I know. Mm. So this is not a very... You may think that you've gotten there, but it's not a very good habit. Mm. And uh, it mm. becomes very difficult, mm. you as a parent now, to tell... Your yes. son, mm. your daughter, whatever you are doing is mm. not okay. Because they will also linger the same question. Mm. You, I'm sure you've seen this joke where this young man went and came with uh, a resort slip mm. and read it to the father. Mathematics, 17%. Mm. English, 23%. Basically, everything was below 50%. Then mm. the father was mad. Why would you get that? Then the son was like, this is written your name. Mm. Then he slowed down. You see, this is the same thing that your parent, you are seated on the other side, or a guardian, or for the matter, you are supposed, you are a person who is supposed to give guard, uh, guidance, but uh, you cannot be able to give it mm. because the foundation that you did set was wrong. Was wrong. Absolutely. Uh, I remember also sometimes back, uh, one of our Christian leaders was telling us that he no longer takes his kids out to places where they sell alcohol. Apparently, um, these are the only places where they have children uh, play options. And so he said, I, I, I got disturbed one day when I saw a very ugly scenario and I thought my kids were not supposed to see that. And he decided from there that you never take people to, uh, his children to uh, places where they, you know, they are selling alcohol, they are drinking alcohol for the sake of the safety of his kids. Uh, one would think that is extreme, but I would think uh, that is, as a Christian, that 
person made a very, very good decision. Uh, uh, something that kept me thinking, would I do the same with my kids? You know, would I be happy if my daughter is looking at a person who is getting drunk, you know, uh, seated with a lady in a compromising situation, and we are there we enjoying meat, or they are swimming there, or something like that. So I, I, I would really agree that uh, as a Christian, um, those are some of the decisions we really have to take. Although some people would want to take a, a liberal approach to that, which is dangerous, as you have said, uh, it can have serious consequences. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I would say this situation is catch 2020 situation because mm. uh, Pastor Apollo, you have two daughters. You know, I have three daughters. Mm. And basically, there is what we can control. Mm. And there is what we cannot control. Because we live at times, you live with the times that are there. Mm. I hear many parents telling their children that, mm. uh, oh, you're not like us. You're not li living like the, the way we used to live. Mm. And I think that more is a fallacy mm. because mm. Uh, you can see we are using gadgets yes. which hold a lot of information. Mm. The times are different. But what we need to do is that we must lay the best foundation. Mm. And this foundation begins when these uh, uh, gifts that God has given us as children, mm. uh, from the word go when they come into our lives. Mm. I always say children are on lease, like you are on lease in our parents' homes. Mm. We are no longer there. Yes. And if you are there, you need help. That's my view. Mm. Uh, and also our children are on the same lease. So when they are within your list, mm. try to impart as much as you can that is positive because mm. you, they can also, also not grow in exclusivity mm. because they go to school, they interact with friends, they, they go out, you take them out mm. and uh, they, they, they will see all these things mm. but you must come in as a very, don't go to, I would mm. say don't be so extreme mm. because also you create also curiosity. That's also the thing about mm. the human mind. Mm. Yes. Now I would ask you a more obvious question. Uh, in the course of your work, I'm sure you've interacted with many young people. Yes, I have. Uh, wh why do, because I never hear somebody who started drinking when they are old. Like I started drinking when I was 50, 70. So people start young, and that's a fact. Yes. True. So why do you think people drink, especially when they are young? Why do they drink? I think first and foremost, mm. there is the issue of high. Mm -hmm. There is something that... Uh, uh, because if you interact with those many of the people who drink, mm. technically the first aim is that they want to get high. Mm -hmm. High. And uh, I have always argued this way that mm. any high, if we, we, we subject the high of, uh, of like something like weed, mm. that is uh, cannabis, mm. to some legal processes, mm. the same thing should happen to everything that makes somebody's high. Mm. And this is the highness that they... they, they, they Technically, one to choose. Mm. One, I have come to understand that the, with the highness, uh, you know, one key thing about alcohol is a mild antidepressant. Mm. Alcohol. Mm. Number two, it inhibits uh, fear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it makes people, uh, you know, the way the human mind is made, there is the id, there is the ego, and there is the super, super ego. ego yes. So it is said that the id is the animal you. Mm. And the animal you is able to come out, especially when you are mm. high. Mm. You are able to say things that you cannot say. Mm. If you are a dude, you can be able to approach a guy you fear. If you are, if you drive slowly, you can step on the accelerator to the maximum. That high drives you 
peaks. Mm. Rather, let me put it this way. It makes a peak on your adrenaline. And mm. this is what most young people usually look for. Mm. And you find that is it's even that time that you fight mm. because the inhibition slowed. Yes. Mm. The, your guts are down. So yes. uh, you're saying uh, p young people are looking for a certain high. Yes. And um, okay, what else? Uh, also, they are looking for that frenzy mood. Mm. And now the, 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 to be in the sink mm. with the society. Because drinking mm. is technically fashionable mm. for the young. Mm. And especially when you're going to the, uh, to the place that are hitting, the trendy places. Mm. And now I, I hear there is a, it's called, is it Whiskey River? I don't know exactly. Mm. These days I know very few pubs in this mm. town. But that's where you'll be able to find your class. That's where you'll be able mm. to fit in. Uh, and also, also drinking makes you fit in amongst your peers, your colleagues, probably even your workmates, so that you can you feel that you've not been left out. Okay, uh, well, uh, <laughs> it's very interesting indeed, very interesting indeed. And uh, I, I look at some of the things uh, young people are doing nowadays, like road trips, mm -hmm. because road trip is not just driving a car. No, it's not just it's, a car. It's a package. Yes. And it's becoming more fashionable. Like yes. when people buy cars or when they want to try a few things. So, so th these are cultures that need uh, to be interrupted from where I'm seated. You know, because it's not just, you know, riding a car. Well, by the way, riding a car and going to some place is nothing wrong with that. But uh, apparently it comes as a package. Yes. Yeah, it comes as a package. What would be your comment on that? You see, I have experienced this, uh, especially, you mentioned something of where people are driving right in the middle of tea plantations. Yes. One day, I think I was driving in a certain area around Rimuru, and I think I was, the place is wonderfully beautiful. Mm. The tea plantations and there are tarmac roads inside there. Then I, there were, I met this group of young people. Mm. I think it was a Subaru race or something. Mm. And these guys, first, I think there is a bunch of them who I observed, they drank. Then they, they started racing. Mm. And these, uh, uh, with, some with your girlfriend, some with your boyfriends, inside the car. And they will get the, the mad rush, the adrenaline rush. Mm. of uh, Now that's part of the package that comes with these road trips and all that. Mm. And I, um, what I understand, though I have not witnessed, mm is that some of them usually have very fatal uh, road accidents mm. in these road trips. Mm. Because uh, the road trip is not the old kind of road trip that mm. we know of where mm. people would take a trip maybe to Naivasha, mm. Nakuru, or Eldoret to go and see the place. Mm. Uh, and uh, Tembea, Kenya, as we would say it. Okay. But it's no longer that way anymore. Mm. It's about <laughs> drugs mm. and uh, uh, doing weed mm. and uh, when you were growing up Apollo you knew those guys who were taking weed was like mm. the most useless in the society mm. but now weed mm. it's for the part of the middle class now oh, correct and now this is one of the biggest challenges mm. that you're having that when you hear a road trip mm. you actually feel scared mm. because you know the package of road trip is mm. not just correct. driving mm. uh, within the country i think as now we come to the christian response because yes. we are christians we must give our our, our, our verdict and our position yes uh, but before we get there i remember one day uh, i was asked to talk about alcoholism somewhere and, and I was looking for some videos to 
uh, help me speak about it. And I found something very interesting. I, I saw something in, uh, in the internet uh, that was titled, uh, if alcohol adverts were honest, they would look like this. You know, so, so they would start normally the way these adverts are done. Uh, you know, like smooth all the way. Then after that, they show you the effect of that. So they show you now the person who drank it, uh, the way they became violent, the way they became careless. Equal has no equal. You know, and I thought I, th I thought that was very interesting. Yes. So because they don't go all the way. Yes. And uh, there we see adverts everywhere. You know, talking about alcohol. You know, using very uh, you know fancy images here and there to entice uh, drinkers. Uh, so, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, there's so much that is not truthful about the aftermath of, of the adverts. Yes. Uh, at one point in my life, I have worked for an advertising firm. Mm, mm. And I can tell you, you want to produce the best. Mm. And you see, adverts only get to the public up mm. to a certain point. Mm. Just like you see some, like, I remember there was one for a certain beauty product that uh, it would say, I don't want to, to mention the product, I mm. might get sued, but they would say, this no cellulite, uh, that if you apply a certain uh, cream, mm. the cellulite will go. We know that's not true. Yes. And that's the same thing when it comes to these things of uh, issues to do with alcohol. Mm. And uh, we do not capture the aftermath because... The aftermath is where they do not want. But this is sale. Just mm. like you find a Lamborghini mm. when it's being sold. It's a sports car. But next to it is a semi-nude lady. Uh -huh. So you wonder the correlation between a Lamborghini and... Yes. And you see, like many adverts, they, they always pick young people. Mm. The only adverts I know that they have for older mm. generation when mm. it's for insurance mm. they tell you we can insure you after 65 mm. because most insurance don't want to insure old people correct or milk mm. and that's what i have seen in this country absolutely now um then another interesting one quick razor one that said uh would you do things you do drunk when you're sober you know what they would show a guy who is sober just woken up pretending to be drunk you know, put the cross upside down, urinate in the howling. You know, that, that drunkard uh, uh, stupor activity, you know, like uh, used to watch a movie called Drunken Master. Yes. You know, so something mm. like that. So then the question is, would you do those things when you're sober? You not do them, you certainly. Not do them and, and that's something that was calling for some deep reflection. Now, coming to the conclusion of this talk, we are Christians. Yes, we and are. And we have a position. Yes. And would never, never encourage drinking. Mm -hmm. Because as Christians, we have a position. Yes. Now, what would be some uh, theological, biblical grounds on this? Because our position is clear. I don't think it is contentious. It is clear. It is Some people clear. have attacked us that uh, we, you know, um, we don't know or something like that. But we have a position. We, we, we are not for alcohol. So what would be a biblical response to this? Well, let me say technically uh, that uh, the problems of alcoholism has mm. been there for centuries. Yes. And it affects three main... Uh, and the main uh, group of individuals who mm. try to intervene in the issue of alcoholism because mm. alcoholism is also now rated as a disease mm. it's a disease mm. that needs help we have the religious views mm. which do not mm. condone we have also the moral aspect yeah and also we have the law 
That's mm -hmm. why when driving under the influence of alcohol, you know mm -hmm. how the law has become very serious. Correct. And especially in our country. Mm -hmm. Because it is a problem. Mm -hmm. It is a major problem. And that's why also the Bible mm -hmm. from the Old Testament all the way to the New Testament, mm -hmm. it speaks about that. But I'm sure... Uh, Mm. Pastor Apollo, I'm sure there are people who want to like using that part in Timothy mm. that uh, you need to take a little for your stomach. Yes. Well, it's not a little for your road trip mm. or a little for being very, very, very drunk mm. or causing havoc. Mm. And people should understand some of these texts in the context that they were written in. Mm. I understand uh, wine at that particular time was also considered as one of the things to use for a bloated stomach and other stomach issues. Mm. And that's why Paul quotes to Timothy that mm. a little wine can also be good for your stomach. And people should look into the context. But now we have Eno, which is 10 bob. Yes, which will sort that. <laughs> which will sort out that Yes, issue. we have Eno, we have uh, antacids that will sort that efficiently yes. and fast. Mm. You do not get it, need to get it to the head. Absolutely. And uh, one of the things also about alcoholism, there is mm. the AA, Alcohol Anonymous. Mm. They also, it, it advocates where the dependents mm. or the people who are having issues with alcoholism should mm. be part and parcel of participating in helping themselves out of this particular disease because mm. it's a disease mm. and there are many dynamics there is the family dynamics why people drink there is the learning theories you learn as you grow there is the psychoanalytic theories there is the medical models and there is mm. also people who try to argue about genes yes. but I want us to focus I want us to focus on some texts on the Bible. Yes. And that's why I, I want to read them as they are written. Mm. And uh, I want to pick this particular text. Mm. Proverbs 20, mm. uh, verses 1. Mm. And it goes, wine mm. is a mocha, mm. strong drink is ranging, yes. and whatever is delivered thereby mm. is not wise. Mm. So, if wine or strong drink mm. can bring mockery to your life, mm. then there is, a, there is an issue. Yes. Then there is also the one that I also want to talk about is First Peter, mm. uh, chapter 4, verses 3, mm. which goes, For you have spent enough time. Mm. I don't want to do the exegesis of this, but I love this text. Yes. In the past, mm. doing what pagans choose to do, mm. living in debauchery, mm. lust, drunkenness, mm. orgies, carousing, and detestable idolatry. Yes. You see, I think that is, it talks about the past. Mm. So there is a life that is expected of a young Christian mm. and also of the Christian, mm. that there is the past that we have mm. that we need not follow. And also there is the Ephesians mm. that says, mm. chapter 5, verse 18, that goes that don't get drunk on wine, which leads to Debuchary. Yes. Instead, be filled with the, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yes. And uh, mm. in conclusion of the text, I know there are many others that people would want to use to affirm, but mm. also the, the Bible says in First Corinthians 10.31, mm. so whatever you eat or drink mm. or whatever you do, do mm. it for the glory of God. Yes. So are we, be, are we drinking to the glory of God? Mm. Are we also maybe even eating to the glory of God? Yes. And this is the challenge. That whatever we do, mm. young, old, mm. and especially to the, our audience, the young people, mm. are we doing it to the glory of God? Mm. And especially in this creative drinking, these road trips, and all the rest that is 
happening around us that is not mm. agreeing well with our Christian worldview. Wow, that's a wonderful way to conclude this. Yes. Are we doing it to the glory of God? And uh, friends, as our brother mentioned when we were beginning, many people are taking alcohol, looking for a certain high. But God has given us something better. As the quote has come from the Bible, that do not be drunk with wine, which is deep, you Charlie, but be ye filled with the Spirit. And I think that is what we need as, the, as Christians. We need the feeling of the Spirit. It's the high we want. And that is what we need. Because when people take out, they have to go out there to have it and enjoy it. But what God has given us is coming from within. You don't need to buy. Isaiah says, come, drink without any money. So it's not about going there, looking for happiness outside there, looking for a high that is destructive. But God has promised us a greater high when we are filled with the Holy Spirit. That means when you are filled with the presence of God. That is the greatest joy you need. That is the greatest thing you need. And we pray that God will help you uh, if you are uh, hooked to alcoholism. Uh, because this is not right. God does not support it, certainly. And we pray because God is the giver of freedom. Uh, that he will give you that freedom. And uh, to add now, I think it will be important for us to pray. And uh, I know there are so many young people who know, surely this thing is not good. I, I saw a text the other day of someone who was telling me uh, of the problems she has gotten into because of alcohol. And she's saying, I wish I did not take that first sip. Mm -hmm. So we want to pray for those people, wherever they are. Uh, and I think, brother, you can pray okay. uh, so that we mention those who are struggling with alcoholism, those who are joking with it, thinking they are playing safe uh, without knowing the dangers they are off. You know, so people who want to abandon it, they don't know what to do. We can pray for those people. Thank you. Now, let us pray. Uh, dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunities that you give us to talk to your people and to talk with your people. Thank you even for this opportunity, for these reflections. We know there are many out there who are struggling with the issue of alcoholism. It has been documented as a disease, a struggle that has destroyed homes, families, even nations, dear Lord. As our Lord, dear Lord, we ask that you intervene into their lives. Give them the light to be able to find a way out of it. And those who are struggling even to find of somebody to encourage them, may you get them to people who can be able to help them out. There are many needs out there, and especially to families. And even during this uh, time of the pandemic, we ask that you intervene in everything. For this we pray through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. amen, amen, amen. God bless you so much and keep safe.